2: I'd like to think that I've mellowed. Now that I'm 50 plus, I'm not sure that I have, but like I look at the Lemonator, I don't know if we're similar or not. Um, I know for a fact that I wear people out. That's a big reason why I just keep rotating around. I wear people out. I wonder if Sean Lemon wears people out. I don't know him well enough to say whether he does or not. Hi, everybody. Yeah, that's me. Welcome to the RP Show on a very special day because it's Friday. Hope you're ready for the weekend. I sure the heck am. We're broadcasting live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino where we have a very big weekend coming your way. I'll tell you that we are live on the Game Plus television network across all 10 Canadian provinces, 31 U.S. states. We're on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE. Shout out Ryan R Radio where they really love their football. And, of course, YouTube Live and Podcast. Darren Moose Dupont joins us from Tirana. I'm just getting set and adjusted here, Moose. Everybody's excited. They're going crazy in the comment section on the live chat. Um, I'm a little out of sorts. I left my MacBook charger down here last night. Uh, so I'm just getting everything all set up and ready to go. Dougal, meet Seth. Seth, we have a live studio audience here. There are more people coming. They've changed things up here at Century Downs today. There's scones. Help yourself, guys. Coffee. I'm telling you, this is the most wonderful home away from home Century Downs. So, very excited. How do you like us so far?
3: What's up, Moose? I'm going to start going across the street in the morning and just buying a box of pastries and making my coffee just so I can get the full experience and make it feel like I'm in Calgary with you.
2: I feel like everybody's just uh, ready to have fun for the next 2 hours cuz the text line, the Progressive Insurance text line 9025183033, I turned it on, it's already loaded with football questions. So there's that. Let's quit Mickey Mouse and get down to business. Coming up on the program today, Pro Bowl quarterback Gus Frerot, 19-year NFL veteran will be joining us from Pittsburgh. My favorite rough rider ever, Jeff Fairholm, will be here live at Century Downs Racetrack and Casino to preview Week 8 in Touchdown Atlantic and our regular Friday analyst, five-time Great Cup champion coach and personnel man and TSN analyst Jim Barker. So let's go. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? For <laughs> right to yeah. Make yourself let's at go. home, guys. Yeah, buddy, we're going to open with Blue Jays because this is just to give everybody an update on what's going on. The Blue Jays welcome superstar Shohei Ohtani and the LA Angels for the first meeting of a three-game series tonight at Rogers Center. Ohtani, however, won't pitch in the series after throwing a first-career shutout in the first game of a doubleheader Thursday at Detroit, and as you know, he homered twice in the nightcap. Unbelievable, never before been done. (laughs) So tonight the pitching matchup is this, Lucas Giolito for the Angels against Toronto ace Kevin Gosman. Everybody else is breaking down the matchups, and that's awesome. That's what they do. But I was reading a story today at how disappointed the Blue Jays fans are or some of them that have bought tickets. They're coming from all across the country to watch Shohei Ohtani tonight because they were told by the media early in the week, Monday, Tuesday, that Ohtani's going to start tonight. Now, he'll probably play, but he's not starting. He might be DHing, but maybe not even that because he left the game Thursday with cramps. So sucks to be you that's all i can. that's all i think about that you know you maybe buy tickets to the whole weekend set that's a tough one man what do you say to that
3: that's sports you know and it's a it's a rampant problem in the nba right now with load management you buy tickets on the road like i would go and, and spend money to fly to san francisco to watch Steph Curry or to go to LA and watch LeBron or on the road if they're in my city, you know, whether it's in Portland or Minnesota or you name it, to watch these superstars. And then all of a sudden you get to the the arena and it's, oh, it's a load management night for LeBron. It's a load management night for Steph and he's not playing. And it's like, why did I spend $250? I didn't spend money to watch any of these other guys. People spend money to watch Shohei. That's a risk, like the ball team isn't obligated to play him but it does suck, especially when the scheduled start looked like it was going to be tonight in Toronto.
2: Well, a very tough one, and again, sucks to be you. Like you say, that's sports, but with ticket prices, what they are, and everything, <laughs> the prices of everything now, hotels, travel, all the rest. I don't know. Sucks to be you. Uh, moving on, point two, CFL Week 8 action begins tonight as the Ottawa Redblacks host the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Ottawa's on a two-game win streak since third-string quarterback Dustin Crum took over as the starter. However, Hamilton is getting its starting quarterback back as Bull Levi Mitchell returns to action. Tiger Cats lost to the Argos last Friday night at Tim Hortons Field. Man, that was a quick week now that I think about it. But um, that's the one good thing about pro football. There's not a lot of load management because there's not a lot of games. You pay the tickets, you're going to generally see the stars. And tonight, Bo Levi Mitchell, one of the biggest stars in the league, starts for the Ottawa Redblacks. Now, the line. Are you interested to know how it's been adjusted yeah. by our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal? At the start of the week, Ottawa went in as 3.5-point favorites at home. As it looked like a Dustin crumb for Ottawa versus Taylor Powell uh, for Hamilton matchup? No. Now with Bo starting, the two-time Grey Cup champion and the Stampeders all-time leading passer, what do you think the line is? Because I have it here, courtesy the Bet-Regal app.
3: I think it's gone to about two and a half, probably, for Ottawa. Still his favorites. Maybe a point and a half. We have a, from the audience, what did you
2: say? What did you think this is? Let's make a deal? <laughs> the price is right.
3: It's we need still, a mic in the crowd. Points. I know we're going to yeah. put a mic. No, never. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me. It's just like, show, just like suggesting phone-ins, right?
2: <laughs> I was just going to say that. When we started this show and we sat around the coffee table and we're planning the show, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Paul said, what about doing a call-in? Remember what I said? What I just said? <laughs> no! Uh, Oh, no! (laughs) Can you hear them in the crowd? Uh, Barely. Okay. Uh, It's a tube. Well, I have that second mic turned down, but later on, Jeff Fairholm will be joining us. Two-time Grey Cup champion. So that's the feeling tonight. What is your feeling? When I heard Bo was out throwing this week, I did not expect that he would be playing. Friday night, I thought, oh, here's a guy that has the opportunity to come out a little early. They're not going to take him off the sixth game, and here they are. So... I'm, I'm kind of wondering, how has Hamilton not become favored with Bo? But they aren't. Ottawa's favored by two tonight. That's interesting.
3: Yeah, Ottawa's rolling in the hot hand, and there's some uncertainty in, in Hamilton, and it's about getting... I knew the, the line would slide a little bit to try and get some more money, because as soon as you find out Bo's coming back, you get a lot of money coming in on Hamilton. So you've got to move the line to get the money back on Ottawa and balance the books, so to speak. But what I like about this for Bo is... That's the bow that I think we came to love in Calgary. The bow who was fiery, the competitiveness, the I'm winning and I don't care about anything else. And he was so successful yeah. with that attitude in Calgary on the field. And I think him rushing back is like, no, I'm playing. I'm playing, confident. There's no you know, conservative attitude here. It's just we're going to go out and go after it. I like that. So I want to see him have that same kind of um, attitude on the field, that little bit of swagger that maybe has been missing.
2: Jeff, the Stamps fan, uh, writes it, He says, folks, never learn. Does everyone think Bo will go out there and do something different than the last two years? Well, I'm hoping for the best. Let's be honest. He's only played a half of football for Hamilton, and it was uninspired. No, a game and a half. Wasn't very good in Winnipeg in week one, and then wasn't very good in Toronto in week two. I want him to do well. What I tell you, I'm reading this book this week. It said about karma and stuff, and it just says don't wish ill on other people because, number one, it won't work. It doesn't work. And, number two, it'll be reflected back on you, and you'll have the ill will. So while I've been saying I've been cheering for Bo all along, I'm even more cheering for Bo to stick it up the tailpipe of everybody like Jeff the Stamps fan that think he's done, which, by the way, Moose, last night I started watching the Netflix series Quarterback. I was hooked 30 seconds in. So good. 30 seconds in, I was hooked. (laughs) So uh, Serena, she actually thanked me. She's flying here to Calgary tonight from South Florida. She's like, thanks for the tip. She downloaded the first three episodes of the thing to watch on the flight. So I'm like, oh, great. I'm going to be behind by the time she gets here. (laughs) Because I just started it. But it looks real good. And uh, having Peyton Manning to the degree that they do, from what I've seen, he's almost like the narrator so far. And it's real fun. Well, it's his so it Omaha
3: is a, Productions that produced yeah. the whole thing. Well, so he's kind of the brainchild of the whole of the whole deal, which is awesome.
2: Brian in Alberta says, "Rod, when are you going to tour Bass Pro Shop next door? You think what makes you think I haven't already? Every damn day, I've been over there. across Iron Mills. I'm a mall rat." Which, by the way, the pizza place right across the hallway, if you recall, mm-hmm. you haven't spent as much time here, Moose, as me, but they have butter chicken pizza, and it, it's sent from God. Award-winning butter chicken pizza right across the hallway from Bass Pro, so I see it all the time. And if you, <laughs> you want to know something about the golden girl, Serena, who's on her way here from South Florida, almost as we speak, her happy place is Bass Pro shop. Now that you know her, can you, you probably not surprise you. <laughs> no, her happy no. place is Bass Pro Shop. So that's where we'll be going this weekend as well. Nelson's watching in Halifax, Nova Scotia. He says, Bull Levi changes the whole balance of this game, and it's literally a toss-up. He didn't play well to start the year, but he can switch it on and change a game. That's what we'll be watching for tonight. It's a football Friday. Hope you're enjoying it. Our CFL coverage is brought to you in part by Sober Carpenter non-alcoholic craft beer. Check them out at sobercarpenter.com and just Google your town and Sober Carpenter retailer. That's what I did. And that's how I found out that it's available in Regina, Lakeview Fine Foods here in Calgary at Alberta Beer and Liquor Exchange, Calgary Co-op and the beer store in Kensington and in South Florida at Total Wine and More. In Boca Raton. all over the place. It's the perfect sponsor for us. Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beer. Other CFL Week 8 games, the lines haven't changed much. We've talked a lot this week about touchdown Atlantic. Sask versus Toronto. Argos favored by 10.5. Interesting thing about that game, because I was reading the game notes, a few things. Ottawa's not the first team to win back-to-back. Games in overtime, Calgary was. The Red Blacks are the second, so that's still a good thing, but it's in the game notes that that's a fact. Um, This is the sixth all-time touchdown Atlantic, and I don't know how you feel about this. The first four were in Moncton, and then Wolfville, Nova Scotia last year, and then Halifax on Saturday. The crowds at the start were 20,000-plus, and they've dwindled every year down to 10,000-plus. They brought in extra seating. Six years ago was a vastly different CFL, was it not? We had a different, well, it wasn't six years ago. This was over a decade ago, which was an even more different CFL. It was a bigger deal. I was there in 2019. It was amazing. I loved it. I loved it. It was in Moncton. Great town. Um, so while this is great, I don't like that, how much they're trumpeting it's sold out. There's university games in this country that get bigger crowds than that, which is saying a lot in Canada. So I don't want to pee on anybody's parade here, but the fact that this sold out at 10-5, let's say, is not indicative of a desire for CFL football permanently in Nova Scotia and the Maritimes in general. Can we just say it's a marquee summer game in the CFL and leave it at that? Because I feel like there's going to be a lot of stories coming out here on the schooners again and i just i personally as you know don't have time for it it's the atana club as john lynch would say all talk and no action the atana club i don't want to hear about it um when the schooners kick off in their permanent stadium i'll buy a ticket at the 55 yard line to be the first one there but until then don't talk to me about it that's how i feel about touchdown atlantic you
3: I think it's exciting I think it's it's fun I think it's a marquee game in the season schedule we should be making a bigger deal about the game and and the special thing of going out east but I'm with you like you know when they unveiled the logo and the cheerleaders and all the things I mean I'm like this is going to be awesome it's happening and then when it doesn't You know, it's kind of like saying we're going to Disneyland and then we don't. And then I'm like, well, I guess we're never going to Disneyland. So I'm going to stop even getting excited when you mention it, that you're thinking about it. So I don't want to think about the schooners, but we can still enjoy the game in in Atlantic Canada.
2: Uh, Nelson in Halifax says RP probably dropped a salary worth of money in the Under Armour store. Just three golf shirts, that's all. Just three golf shirts. They had a BOGO deal on. And then another deal that was 19.99 cuz I wear the clothes that nobody else will wear the bright colors you know I walked into an Under Armour in Austin, Texas. Well, actually San Marcos specifically, it's a little town just outside Austin, Texas. They had a rack full of pink shorts on sale. I'm like, "Oh, pink doesn't go over big in Texas?" I'll buy them all. <laughs> so, yeah, the clearance rack is especially for me. So, yeah. <laughs> right pink isn't big in texas so i, I yeah, just three golf shirts it cost me 123 dollars. so thank you for nelson for pointing that out when we come back now we are we actually had time edmonton home to bc saturday night lions favored by 7.5 that's come down a point i'm not sure why first game ever broadcast in punjabi in pro football you can now listen to the elks lose in two official languages Did you not hear that earlier in the week, Dugo? I've been saying it all week. I thought it was an elementary. They're rolling on the floor here at that. Can you make a meme out of that, Moose? That's the best best joke.
3: I got to find the original one. We'll go back and pull the original one. We'll turn it into a meme. Good luck
2: finding it. Anyways, BC wins, whether it's we played deal or no deal yesterday. Um, Edmonton, go buy a ticket and support your team. It's unfortunate what's going on there. And then Calgary at Montreal, there are watch parties um, at the Shark Club, stamps at Alouettes, and we talked about that game. Montreal, favored by two and a f- half. I'm taking it. You're taking the stamps to win at Montreal. So look, most of this opening segment of the warm-up on this football Friday for Silver Carpenter has been taken up with the Canadian Football League. When we come back, a lot more NFL. More CFL. Some NHL news. The Terra Sink Show is touching down in Ottawa. Thumbs up or thumbs down on that. Uh, the poll question today. That's all ahead along with Gus Farad, Jeff Fairholm, and Jim Barker. We'll return in a moment on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio Podcast and YouTube Live. Tell you what, this is the place to be this weekend. Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. Packwood Grand is here on Saturday. Frankly, I'd never heard of it before. Apparently, it's Canada's Kentucky Derby. That's what they're telling me here at Century Downs. I'm excited to be part of it. Uh, Witness it. I won't be part of it. We'll be watching, though, Touchdown Atlantic. 2 p.m. kickoff mountain right here in the sports lounge if anybody wants to join us for that. Uh, Moose, before we uh, jump into the NFL stuff, I'm here in Calgary. Moose is in Tirana. Fake gainers written in with a subsidiary poll question today for Key Auto Group. He says, important question related to Atlantic CFL expansion. He says, is a Halifax lobster roll better than your highly rated Bell Center hot dog? I got to tell you, I don't even know what a lobster roll is. So hang, hang on. 2,000. I've been to the Maritimes many times. Blessed, grateful life I've had, as George Strait sings, "My life's been grand." 2,000 Memorial Cup. I had a I had a roast beef sub from Subway, and I swear, Moose, that was about two in the morning. It's the Memorial Cup. Our team wasn't in it. We were out there <laughs> fact finding, and uh, I threw it all up all over the streets downtown Halifax. I'm like, oh, that must have been bad roast beef. Got up the next morning, telling every. I like the stories, Moose. I'm telling the guys, the hockey guy, oh, man, I got, had a sub last. Beef, I puked it all up. Oh, must have been bad beef. Guy said, it couldn't have been the 23 beer you had last night. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't think that was it. Never That's never it. I made the rule then to never order mm-hmm. beef by the ocean. Don't order seafood on the prairies. You're welcome. Free tips <laughs> and a lobster well. roll. I don't even know what that is. Is that lobster in a bun? I've never had
3: it, yeah. so I can't say. It's like, it's like lobster salad, onions and whatever they put in there. It's like lobster salad in, a, in like a long baguette roll. Uh,
2: no, thanks. I had a doner there for the first time. <laughs> Didn't like that either. Okay. nine zero five one eight.
3: My kind of thing.
2: <laughs> Meat and potatoes. Beef. I'm a beef connoisseur. They tried to tell me in Alberta that it was 4A beef. I'm like, what do you think you're talking to? There's no such thing as 4A beef. You can fool some people. You lie to your people. I'll lie to mine. Let's not lie to each other, buddy. There's no such thing as 4A beef, but nice try. Progressive Insurance, text line 902-518-3033. Kirk in toronto says how about the Stampeders getting a new football stadium i heard calgary has the oldest stadium in the cfl most teams have new or upgraded sites um i don't have time for that I've about as much time for that discussion as i do atlantic expansion until something's done about it there's no point talking about it and i can't there will be a hockey arena here before there's a football stadium and even then they haven't broken ground on the hockey arena yet so I, i'm not, not i want it I like McMahon Stadium and I get it but it's a little like uh Taylor Field back in the day with the Rough Riders people would come in and say this stadium is so great it's so historic it's so awesome I'm like yeah you come twice a year bro we're here every day dodging pigeon crap and dead wildlife under the seats and leaky you know all these health code violations so why would you shut up and let us worry about it and we got a brand new stadium so as much as I like McMahon or the Saddledome, you know, uh, they need something new. But, again, the Atana Club, Lynch, all talk and no action. Any thoughts on that before we, we move on to the National Football League?
3: Somebody's always going to have the oldest stadium in the league. Always. <laughs> you know? And yeah. But, I mean, Calgary's a different situation. It's old. It needs to be replaced. I'm not defending the stadium by It needs any means. to go. But until... Yeah, but until they're going to do it, um, there's only so much talk we can do about it.
2: Well, these are literal political footballs, and I did have a wonderful meeting with the Flames yesterday, the contents of which I won't get in here today, but these teams, owners, they do need a salesman. They need a push. It's like what's going on in Saskatoon. They want a new arena there. They don't need one, but they're probably going to get one. Because there's a push for it amongst the politicians and the wealthy business people. That's Saskatoon. They got the new football stadium in Regina, Winnipeg. Here in Calgary, uh, they need a salesman. Who's doing that pushing? I don't know. But I don't work for them. That's not my job today. So NFL training camps are open. And um, you can get your NFL news literally anywhere. Um, I don't have the NFL network in my room, but that's fine. I told you I started watching Netflix, the quarterback series last night. You can find the NFL news. (laughs) Open your phone and it's there. That's what you want. But these are what's jumped out to me. Jalen Ramsey tore his knee up in practice yesterday, which initially I was shocked that there wasn't video of it. He's with the Miami Dolphins for the love of God. They go to the bathroom and it's 24-7 news in South Florida. But it was in an 11-on-11 11 11 11 drill, which would tell me they probably didn't have cameras allowed. Does that sound right? In 11-on-11, they probably didn't have cameras yeah. On yeah, Yeah. I mean, video exists of it, but not that I saw. Did you see video of Rams, Jalen Ram? And by the way, he's considered the I centerpiece have. of the Miami Dolphins' defense this year, which they think is going to make a Super Bowl run. So I'm sure the Dolphins have video of it on their team gear. But there was no media that has it, and it doesn't exist. So Jalen Ramsey went down. Says he's going to be back by the end of the year. I hope so. They're saying, they're saying they don't even know the extent of the injury until he goes under the knife, which he hasn't even done yet. I mean, by now, he might have. Again, it's privatized healthcare, South Florida. But six to eight weeks minimum before Jalen Ramsey comes back. That is c- concern. Up in Cincinnati, Joe Burrow gets carted off. You saw... That injury, I think we all saw that. He had his calf in a sleeve. He was carted off. And I'll just say this. The Bengals are supposed to win the AFC North. We had uh, one of their reporters on, broadcasters yesterday, Mo Egger. I think they're predicted to have at least 12 wins in the toughest division in the NFL. But now Joel Burrow goes down. So our poll question today is, how concerned should the Bengals be... With this Joe burrow injury should they be very concerned not very concerned or are you undecided and i'm going to tell you why i think they shouldn't be very concerned but our daily poll questions brought to you by key auto group key auto group driven by safety experience peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence now yes the quarterback is the most important position of all sports but particularly on an nfl team but here's why i don't think they should be concerned moose he's a young guy so better now the kickoff of the season isn't for six weeks it's a calf pull let him take the time off he had appendicitis two years ago in training camp i think that was the year they went to the super bowl you know so he's young let him have his rest he will be fine. The Jalen Ramsey thing is a far bigger deal for the Miami Dolphins than this Burrow injury. What What are you voting in the poll?
3: Yeah, I'm voting, you know, not concerned. Um, I'm concerned in the way that a parent's concerned about their child walking close to the edge of a high cliff or something. You know what I mean? Um, the kid, if they're doing it safely. But with Burrow, there's now talk about, You know, Jamar Chase saying, Look, he looked at it and said, I'm okay. I'm all right. I'll be fine. And and just a calf strain um, or a cramp, which is good. You don't want it to be serious. If it was serious, okay. But you're right. He's young. This is going to, they're going to be fine. I get it. We're going to overreact because it's the quarterback. For Jalen Ramsey, too, that's a big blow because he's a prized acquisition. Um, They've got two good corners now, really locking it down um, defensively. And, but at the same time, this isn't going to derail the Miami Dolphins season. Again, he's a cornerback, but he's a cornerback. He's not your quarterback. He's not your big play receiver. You'll be, They'll be able to scheme around it and survive till he gets back. And then in the stretch run, he'll be a great addition to that defense.
2: That's what he's saying on Twitter, but of course, he's going to say that. By the way, Clark, do you have the Bet Regal NFL futures odds from our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal, because they posted them this week the kansas city chiefs at plus 600 are the favorites to win the super bowl and repeat the philadelphia eagles are second highest rated at plus 800 the san francisco 49ers plus 900 along with the bills and the bengals at plus 1400 the new york jets and dallas cowboys and i don't understand why frankly the cowboys are so low usa today has the Mc- predicted to have three less wins than last year, and I don't understand why. Listen, I have my problems, as you know, with the Cowboys and the way they do business. And that's my team. You know, they fired Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator. Now Brian McCarthy's going to call plays. Um, they've done the tinkering. They've rearranged the chairs. But I'm not saying it's the Titanic. Yet. Trayvon Diggs just got the big extension yesterday, five years, $97 million. I know Zach Martin, the star offensive lineman, is a holdout, but they'll get him signed. I don't understand. Oh, yeah, Clark's got it. Can you throw that up? Just people love the visuals. Chiefs favored to win the Super Bowl, followed by the Eagles. Niners, Bills, and Bengals all have the same odds at plus 900. The Jets, 1,400, and the Cowboys... Then Lamar and the Ravens, plus 1,600 Detroit, plus 2,000. Same as the Miami Dolphins. So two of the teams in my sphere are what you would call, at least in the conversation, as Super Bowl favorites. And the Chiefs and Eagles were in it last year, so that shouldn't surprise anybody. But sign up and get playing today at betregal.net, the exclusive betting partner of the RP show. I don't see the Titans in there anywhere, Moose. I just want to point that out. Do you have any
3: thoughts on that? Thank you. Yeah, well, they're predicting the Jaguars to win the division. Um, The Titans are going to be a team that, you know, as a betting guy, somebody you might want to take a flyer on. You know, a team that, you know, could be, they call them lovable losers, whatever, teams that have some upside that are going to be likable with Hopkins now. Derrick Henry, they're always good on defense, and this could reinvigorate Ryan Tannehill for one last kind of run towards the Super Bowl. So they're kind of a dark horse. I would really consider them a dark horse. But for Dallas, I think I'd still be high rod on the Cowboys. I really would. I think maybe why the win totals come down, I think it's because of the division. You expect the Eagles to be good again. They were in the Super Bowl. Um, The Giants with Daniel Jones another year you know, hopefully, hopefully we'll take a step forward. And now with, with Washington even getting better as well, um, you know, and, and the cloud of the ownership scandal gone, they could take a step forward. And I think that's what pulls wins away from Dallas, just a more competitive division overall.
2: Yeah. A quick one. Oh, by the way, how do you say the NFL team's name in Jacksonville?
3: I say the Jaguars. Jaguars.
2: Where does it where does it say wire in that name? Say it again. <laughs> how about that?
3: Hot damn jaguars? Say it again. <laughs>
2: Spicy. Jaguars? The Jaguars. Jaguar. you say Jaguar? Jaguar. It's the way it's Jaguar. You're saying Jaguar. You Jaguar. <laughs> Point five, the potato, Ottawa Senator Potato, potato. Man, man I, don't, I don't get how you get Jaguar out of that, but to each the, You do, you, bro. And, pull uh, the audience. Uh, pull, yeah. Is it jaguar? jaguar. Thank you. That's what the live audience. A good thing you're not here, Moose. <laughs> you'd be getting flogged. It's like bring it. Oh, let's call our re- let's call our realtor. <laughs> what, what do you mean? It's realtor. Can you can you not read realtor? <sighs> let's go sweep the chimney. <laughs> it's chimney. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why I'm getting triggered on that. Uh, the Ottawa Senators signed winger Vladimir Tarasenko to a one-year contract worth $5 million on Thursday. The 31-year-old is a six-time 30-goal scorer in the NHL. we got to push this to next week, I think, with the Tarasenko, if it's not old news by then. Great move by them, great move for him. One-year, $5 million, perennial all-star. Go Sens go. I think you're done, Moose. We're going to roll and bring in yep. Gus Farratt next. So have a great weekend. Enjoy the games. Later. Pro Bowl quarterback Gus Farah joins us next. It is a Football Friday. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio in Atlanta, podcast, and YouTube Live. Century Downs Racetrack and Casino is the spot for the RP Show this football Friday. Packwood Grand is on Saturday. If you don't know what it is, follow the Century Downs social media channels to find out more. I'm really looking forward to it. Canada's Kentucky Derby, they tell me, in a way. And then the World Professional Chuck Wagon Association World Championships coming your way here, August 23rd to the 27th. Get your tickets at showpass.com. Uh, By the way, before I jump into a sports update, Gus Farratt sends his regards. He's driving and he can't do a video chat. He can't pull over, he tells us. So he's going to come on on Monday. Gus Farratt. So that's unfortunate, but we can continue the uh, football chat without him. A game-winning three-pointer by Dwayne Notice gave the Vancouver Bandits a 90-89 upset victory over the Ottawa Blackjacks on Thursday night at TD Place in Ottawa. With the victory, Vancouver earned their third road win of the year and got some momentum heading into the championship weekend. Later uh, next month in Langley, B.C., the Bandits will close out the regular season Sunday in Scarborough. Ottawa, meanwhile, will need Niagara to lose both of their final two games of the regular season to earn top spot in the Eastern Conference and an automatic bye to the championship weekend. Niagara is slated to face the Montreal Lions and Brampton Honey Badgers to wrap up the regular season. There's three games tonight in the CEBL. Montreal at Niagara, Brampton at Scarborough, Calgary surge at Saskatchewan tonight. Sports update is for Landmark Cinemas. Coming to theaters August 2nd, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. And you can enter our contest right now, 902-518-3033, to win tickets to the movies for next week, As I think we already have a winner picked for today. For gift certificates to the movies and the concessions on us, text MOVIES and the movie you'd like to see to 902-518-3033. Okay, Moose, welcome back. And there are quite a few things that we can get here. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Larry in Madison Hat says, for some reason I see a lot of pink shorts for sale on Facebook Marketplace by a guy named Rod. I've never sold anything on uh, Facebook Marketplace. Have you?
3: Oh, yeah. Quite a bit, actually, but never clothes. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't
2: sell used clothes on there, that's for sure. Okay. Okay brian in your manitoba says good day rod squad have you spoken to serena about what the orders need to do to become the bride and not the bridesmaid at next year's stanley cup wedding we try to limit the orders talk as much as possible because she's irrational when it comes to her hockey team but she lands tonight here in calgary i'll be picking her up and you know what we'll put her on the show next week here at century downs and you can ask her yourself brian what the Edmonton Oilers need. We've talked about it. Well, all of us. Enough. I haven't talked with her about it. But they're fine. They're fine. They lost out to the eventual Stanley Cup champions the last two years. All they need to do is keep the gang together. And by the way, because we skimmed on this real fast, yesterday or the day before, somebody said, what about their goaltending? And I'm like, their goaltending's fine. They've been going through goalies like crazy. They got a homegrown home-developed guy in Stuart Skinner, don't mess with it. Why do they always got to go messing with stuff?
3: I don't know. I mean, you've got your guy, just ride it out. I mean, the thing is, though, when you haven't won and when you haven't been able to get over the hump, you know, you always say from one of the football guys, better is better, right? And if, you know, I've seen it in our comments on our videos, you know, they need to get Hellebuck. And then they'll be able to win a Stanley cup. Well, you got a guy who's growing and who's got a comfortable um, salary. That's really favorable right now for the organization to grow and add pieces around him. So I would say, keep going. If it's a complete train wreck, which it shouldn't be address it at the trade deadline, but until then you gotta, I mean, you said it, it was a Calder finalists. I mean, everything in that position is trending up. So ride the wave.
2: They've had a merry-go-round of coaches. They're a merry-go-round of goalies. Can you just chill for a while? And by the way, nobody's complaining. We're just rhetorically saying, let it percolate for a while. Let the meal marinate, you know, whatever you want to say. It's in the slow cooker. Don't add any more spices, which, which is another thing. Uh, Kirk in Toronto, watching on Game Plus TV, says, Hi, Rod. Argonauts are 5-0 and and not a peep on Toronto Sports Radio. Thanks to you and Moose for all the CFL talk. Long live the RP show. That from Kirk in Toronto. Steven in North Dakota writes it on the Progressive Insurance text line, and he says, I am tardy to the RP show, but it's enjoyable natter. Enjoy the weekend. Well, glad that we get that you're enjoying it. That's what we do here, Steven. But i found this interesting uh did you watch the social media coverage of the rough riders plane touching down in halifax last night for touchdown atlantic somewhere along the way maybe it was before they left saskatchewan or since they got to halifax the head coach craig dickinson said mason fine is our quarterback people need to understand something and i don't know if it's like this with calgary football fans or really anywhere else the only other I haven't lived a lot of other places south florida They're not clamoring for the backup quarterback with the miami dolphins but for whatever reason craig dickinson the head coach came out and said mason finds our quarterback because he felt the need to say that heading into the touchdown atlantic and it's nice for mason probably to get that reassurance from his head coach but when i was around the rectangle last weekend going home for a wedding and all these people coming up to me literally in the restaurants gas stations coffee shops they don't want Mason Fine. They want the third string quarterback, Jake Dalagala, the six foot seven quarterback. And it's like, you people literally always want the backup. You got to stop. You got to stop. What is it that they have against cheering for the number one guy? I don't get it. Or in this case, Mason Fine, he's the guy. And the coaches felt the need to come out and say, he's the guy until he's not the guy. And we might see Jake Dollar Gala in the game Saturday, but can you just cheer for your guy? I don't get it. Man, it's a hard place to play football, man.
3: It is. um, It's not completely unique, but it's pretty wild. I mean, it's like that every single year, no matter who's the quarterback. um, It's a little bit like, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. You just got to be happy with what you have and grow what you have. And, you know... Yes, strive to evolve and be better, but, I mean, you got to give the, the guys some time to develop and get comfortable. And I like that the coach came out and said, he's our guy, and I just hope the message in the locker room is consistent and the same, and I'm sure it is. you know. So he's not looking over his shoulder, and he can just be comfortable and go out and play football. But, yeah, it is, I mean, it is something, man, to play in that market.
2: It's a little like my colleague, but also counselor, Rand Teed, when I was going through things the last few years, he was like, I don't totally understand what you're dealing with, but help me understand what you're dealing with. You know what I mean? That, that, that's a, somebody you want on your side. So I'm sitting here going in Calgary with the flames. It's all flames all the time. There's a lot of pressure. And I'm like, well, if it's anything like Saskatchewan and the quarterback and what the coaches go through, it must be a lot. And the, so Calgary's this with the Flames. The Stamps don't have anywhere near anywhere near that amount of pressure. But then Toronto, what they tell me is a step above with the Leafs. And I'm like, I can't, I can't imagine if it's worse than Calgary with the Flames or in Saskatchewan with the Rough Riders. And yet they keep having a revolving door in all those places. The Flames got a new coach this year. You know what I mean? Leaf's got a new general manager. Like, it's just... It doesn't work. That does not know. work. The revolving door does not ever work. But maybe when we come back, we'll talk about some places where it has. Let's look at the champions the past few years in all the leagues. Those revolving doors Vegas. don't work, and yet the fans <laughs> want it. I don't get it. Ah, uh, Vegas, yes. The exception that proves the rule. Jeff Fairholm coming up in hour or two, and Jim Barker. We can discuss this with them too. Moose and I, one more segment with him when we come back. Audience takeover right after this. We're live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio Podcast, and YouTube Live. Backwood Grand will be taking over Century Downs Racetrack and Casino Saturday right there. It's going to look a little different than that. But we'll also be watching Touchdown Atlantic here at 2 p.m. Mountain Saturday if you want to join us in the Century Downs. Uh, I'm calling it the sports bar. They call it the lounge. Just come on down and enjoy it. Uh, it should be a good game. So we're having a fun chat. Our hour two guest is in the house, two-time Grey Cup champion Jeff Fairholm and also jim barker coming up in hour two as well moose uh, is here so just talking about championships and what it takes to win and by the way if it was easy everybody would do it but norm fong writes in you know him <laughs> fairways oh yeah i'm joking of course they want a championship together fongo on the progressive insurance text line Says Rod, I agree with you. Football is tough to play, but it's even harder with the riders because there's always twenty thousand plus coaches in the stands every game. Great show, Rod. sign Fongo. But it's not just that. It's the two hundred fifty thousand in town, the a million in the province. It's the they there. The game doesn't end when the final gun goes. It goes all week, right? Fairway. <laughs> it goes all week. And what's interesting here. And by the way, South Florida, exact same thing, but they're not clamoring for the backup in Miami. That's what I don't understand. It's They always want the backup quarterback in Sask. I don't know, do you people in Toronto want the backup goalie all the time with the Leafs? I don't I don't understand. I think you do, don't you? You're never happy with a starter.
3: Never happy unless he's playing like a Vesna candidate, and it's like your goalie is just every goalie in the league is not going to play like a Vesna candidate. They're not all going to be up for the trophy at the end of well, the year. You know, and the options aren't always that much better when you think of the second guy. He's a second string for a reason. We're never...
2: I'm sorry, we're not ever going to... We're not going to change people, so the sooner you realize no. that and give up, the happier you'll be. But Jeff, the Stamps fan, writes in and says, nothing is like being a starting quarterback in Sask, not even in the NFL. And that may be true, but he says, I think Ryder fans really wanted Bo. Well, who said... You're getting your hopes up too high, and you're going to be brokenhearted. This guy. But again, nobody listened. But the thing is, I'm not sure Cody Fajardo, I shouldn't speak for him. But I think he lost his mind playing there. I think he lost his mind. And I told you, Dunnigan, Dunnigan and I talked about it in at Pearson Airport a month ago. He was like, he shouldn't have called out his receivers publicly like he did. And I said, well, Kent used to. And Dunningin goes, doesn't make it right. That was the start of the downslide for Cody. But the thing is, it's the pressure of being in front of the microphones. You wonder, it's not flipping easy, man. Especially when you're talking to him right after a game that you lost. Yeah. So, you know, I have a tough time believing that it's that hard to operate in a pressure-filled market. But maybe it is. I don't know. That's a conversation we're going to have with Jeff and Jim Barker next hour, part of our conversations, because they both won championships. But for Craig Dickinson to have to come out and declare, Mason finds our quarterback. I feel like we all knew that. But he felt the need that he had to say that. There had to be a reason. Craig's not a dumb guy,
3: right? No, he's not. Very smart. And he said in there, too, he's like, Trevor Harris is not here. He didn't mention Jake Dolagala, which I think is important. You know, don't mention him. Look, at the season started very promising, but Trevor's not here, and Mason is our guy, so we're going to ride with him. I think that was, you know, a really important statement. Um, you know, it's just too bad that he had to make it. We knew that Mason Fine was the number one guy. He was number two before. From viewer Rob Scott watching in British Columbia, he says, What's the
2: spread on Lions-Elks? 16 points? shockingly it's only about seven and a half i seven and a half at bet regal fairholms all over it. you a gambler he says to be new seven and a half at bet regal i thought it would be more argos ten and a half toronto over sask and calgary uh 2.5 road dogs at montreal now moose you're officially done so go have a great weekend you too Jeff Fairholm and Jim Barker coming up after this brief pause on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, live from Century Downs in Calgary, also podcast and YouTube Live. How about that?